You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, you're joining me for episode 176 of the Blended Family Podcast. Look at me two weeks in a row. I'm on a roll and I told you I'm going to do my best to stay on task and hopefully get back to bringing you a show every week. I got a really nice email from one of my listeners, Erica Davis, who was so sweet to remind me that it is okay for me to take time off if I need to. And of course, I know that I don't need any of your permissions to do so, but it's nice when I get that feedback because it helps eliminate the guilt that I feel when I don't come through with a show every week for you. So I wanted to thank you, Erica, for that very sweet email. It really did brighten my day, and I will write you back this week. And I love all of your emails, so please keep them coming. I know that I don't respond right away, but I do read them, and I will eventually write all of you back when I can get to it. Today's topic is one that I think will be relevant for all of you, and that is which comes first, your relationship or your children. That is something that every couple struggles with when they have a blended family. And we'll get to that shortly. First, I have Sean coming on for a special surprise visit to talk about his experience with Teamy Blends. Hi, Sean. It's nice to have you. Thank you for having me. So you're here to discuss your experience with Teamy Blends Tea, who's one of our sponsors. And I always tell the listeners that I don't use a sponsor unless I actually believe in the product and think they can benefit from it. Now, you and I both decided that you would be the guinea pig here, and the product that you tried was the 30-Day Detox, and I wanted you to share with everyone how it went for you. So first, tell us a little bit about the process for you. Was it easy to follow, or was it difficult? Extremely easy. They gave you a calendar to check off every day that you drink the skinny tea and at night when you would drink the, uh, the, uh, the colon blends. And how often did you do the colon blend? Every other night. And how many times a day did you drink the skinny tea? Twice. Once in the morning, or yeah, once in the morning where um, I'd wake up. I'm usually tired in the morning, but after I drink the tea, it actually gave me uh, energy, uh, natural energy. And then usually around four or five o'clock in the afternoon, when my energy is starting to drop again, I would drink the tea again, and again, it would give us, you know, more energy. You know, I'm not a person who drinks tea. I'm into coffee, but you are the tea drinker. Although I did taste it, and I thought it wasn't bad at all. So how did it taste for you, being that you do like the taste of tea? And I know that you also added some things to enhance the taste even more. So tell us about that. The tea is actually really, really good. Uh, But I always, no matter what tea I drink, I always put honey and a little bit of sweetener in it. And it actually makes it taste really good. Yeah, I thought it wasn't bad at all. Now, what everyone really wants to know is, did it work? So I know you already said that it gave you some boost of energy, but explain any other differences that you felt in your body over the course of the 30 days. Well, as you know, I don't drink a lot of water, which I should, I know, (laughs) and I always feel bloated. But after drinking the skinny tea, for it probably took about a week. After a week, I started seeing the bloat go down. I didn't feel as like bloated or full. Nice. And did you find that the, because I know a lot of detoxes can give people some cramping in the stomach. Did you find that you had any pain with the colon blend? Absolutely not. The first time I took it, I think I left it steep for about two minutes, 
didn't really film anything the next morning. But then the following, the second time I took it, I left it in there for about three minutes. And then the next morning, it was definitely worked better. Okay, good. Now, I know you're interested in continuing on because you really like the Team Skinny Tea. I myself want to try the Teamy Energy and the Teamy Relax, but listeners, you've got to check out their website at teamyblends.com, which is T-E-A-M-I-B-L-E-N-D-S.com so that you can see the entire range of products that they offer. I know that I was talking about the Tumblr last week. I was going to steal Sean's, but I think I'll get my own because they come in a range of colors. Hey, Sean, guess what color they have? What? They have rose gold. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to get my hands on one of those. Sean, thank you for coming on to share how your Teamy Blends 30-Day Detox went. Uh, no problem. Thank you so much. Now, for all of you listening, if you want to feel better, have more energy, lose some belly bloat, increase your metabolism, and more, you've got to try this 30-Day Detox, as well as check out the other products at teamyblends.com. Use my promo code BLENDED to get 25% off of your purchase of $49.99 or more, and I will include the link in the show notes for you to make it nice and simple. I love when Sean comes to visit the show. Maybe I'll have him on soon for an entire show with us. Okay, so our topic today is a big blended family issue. How do we know which to place first, your relationship or your kids? Now, when I say it out loud, it almost seems like an obvious pick would be the kids, right? Well, yes, kids do need to come first, but today... We aren't going to talk about just the kids' needs because that's a no-brainer. I want to talk about all of it, the needs, the wants, the attention, the money, all of it, because all of it matters. And just so you know, this is a very common concern, and I know a lot of people feel guilty to even bring it up. People in relationships feel so guilty to want their needs to matter when they know there are kids involved and their needs matter too. So how in the world do we know how to manage all of these relationships and dynamics in a blended family. And by the way, you really only see this issue in blended families and not in traditional blended, I'm sorry, in traditional family homes. So why is that? And I really should stop and say that it could happen in a traditional home too, but it's more rare. And this is because in the traditional setup, the two bio parents had their relationship first before the kids came. So it was easier to manage when the kids arrived. There was time to ease into parenthood. And then there really isn't jealousy either in that dynamic because they are both parents to those kids. Most often you see the conflict in blended families and I can even narrow it down a bit more and say it's more common of an issue in those blended families where one parent doesn't have biological kids. And I only say that because when both parents each have their own bio kids, they usually understand the needs of the kids in a different way. And they're both used to having to be flexible with time and things of that nature. Regardless, this is an issue that many of you face. There are no set rules on this. There's no book that states how much time you should be spending on your parenting as opposed to your relationship. There are no rules regarding any of this. And I'm not gonna give you an answer either because I can't. Like with most of what I talk about here on the show, every family is so unique and there is no right or wrong. What I can help you with is how to figure out what might be right for you and your family. And there are definitely factors that come into play here, so I wanna talk about those. And as I go through these, pay attention to which ones might affect your own family 
and why. There are lots of conflicts with couples who struggle with balancing relationships and kids, and a lot of what I'm about to mention relates to this. Age of the kids is a big one. Are they infants, toddlers, adolescents, or teenagers? It's easy to understand that kids of a younger age are just going to need more of everything, time, attention. Well, not money. Teenagers definitely take more of that. But really, we need to understand that at different stages of their lives, they're going to have different things going on. Younger children just require more all around. So if you have young children, you need to know that a large portion of time and energy is going to be spent on them. Let's talk about needs of the kids. And this can vary greatly from kid to kid, right? You might have a child who's pretty self-sufficient and takes care of themselves without much involvement. And then you might have a kid who's ADD or autistic or one who has behavioral issues. Some kids just require more no matter what their age is. And some kids need extra attention with their education. Other kids might have medical conditions that require different kinds of care. And this all matters and we have to take it into consideration. How about schedules? Another determining factor. What is your custody schedule? Do you have them full time or only on weekends? Do you see them only a few times a year? Also, if you have, if you both have kids, each of your custody schedules might vary. And this matters because parents who have their kids full time might not mind stepping out and having a weekly date night where someone who only has kids on weekends isn't gonna wanna have a date night if that's their only visitation time. And this can get really tricky if you both have different schedules. How about this one? How about the involvement of the exes? This comes into play a lot because there are times when you might have some plans with your partner and an ex ruins those plans. Or maybe every time you're alone, the ex calls or texts excessively. Maybe you spend a lot of time in conflict with an ex, which takes away from your family time. So look at the exes in your life and see if there's an issue there. Living arrangements, that's another big one. Does your blended family live together? If so, it helps in that you don't have that separation so that you and your partner have much more time together. When couples live separately, it's harder because finding that time for the relationship becomes more difficult. However, some people really like this because the time they do have is more quality time as opposed to real life everyday stress when you do live with someone. When you live together and you have the stress of feeding the kids and the homework and the bills, it could seem like there's no time to enjoy your partnered relationship. But then you do deal with sleeping apart and having to schedule time in to see one another. So whatever your situation is, it does matter. And last here is relationship dynamics. What is your relationship style? How do you get along and how do the kids get along? How do you all work as a unit? Do you like spending time together? That sounds funny, but I know lots of couples who work better with less time together. And then there are those of you who don't get along if you're apart too much. So think about all of the personalities in your home and how everyone gets along. And again, all of those factors aren't going to give you an answer, but it's helpful to really look at them to figure out not only what's right for your household, but also what might or might not work. See, we need to be realistic. If we have toddlers in the home, and let's say our exes don't help out much, it just wouldn't be realistic to expect that date night every week as well as uninterrupted evenings. With young kids, you'd have to expect some sleepless nights 
and interruptions. But if you have teenagers like I do, you should expect that you should have much more time to nurture your relationship and allow the kids to finally start doing their own thing. And those are two obvious examples, but I'm sure you get my point. Now let's get to the good stuff. I hear a lot on this from both sides, so I wanna talk about why some people insist the kids come first and others think it needs to be the relationship that comes first. And what I'm about to share is not necessarily my opinion, it's what I hear from other people when they talk to me about their own situations. So people that tell me that the kids need to come first tell me their reasons why. And they say, kids need parents as they are not self-sufficient. They also say that your kids are your kids for life and relationships can come and go. They say a parent's job is to always put the kids first no matter what. They say that you'll have plenty of time to live your own life after the kids grow up. And they say they don't want their children to ever think that they chose someone else over them. Then people that tell me, no, the kids shouldn't come first, the relationship needs to come first, tell me. It's because kids have their own lives, they're going to grow up and move on and you'll be left with your partner. So it's important to not neglect the relationship. They say it's their life to live and they should be happy. They say kids don't understand about relationships and grown-up things. And they also say that putting your relationship first helps you to be a better parent. Now, I'm sure there's much more, but that is mostly what I hear from you guys. And you know what? Everyone is really right here. All of those things are true. So why does it need to be black or white? Why can't we learn that it can be a mix there will be times where you will have to put the kids first. And then there will be times where you'll need to put your relationship first. And you know, it really doesn't have to be one or the other. And the problem is, is that we forget that it's okay to evolve and to adapt. When Sean and I met, we both had kids and we both kind of decided in the beginning that no matter what, our kids were going to come first. We had that discussion right away, and for us, that part was easy because we both had a lot going on at the time, and we needed to see how things were going to go moving forward. And as time went on, things did evolve. At first, it was all about the kids, and we'd see one another when we could. And then after we moved in together and our relationship started to grow, and over years of time, we just kind of naturally started to place our relationship equally as important as our kids. And as the kids get older, we know they'll still come first if they need something, but our kids are pretty self-sufficient at this point. So now we spend a lot more time together and on our relationship than we do with the kids. Gosh, they're teenagers, they don't always want to spend time with us. But if they need something, we'll drop everything for them. So for instance, one night we had plans to go do something, but one of the kids had fallen into a depression and needed us. So our alone plans got canceled for our child. However, if it was just that they wanted to hang out with us, we probably would have said no, that we already had plans. But at this point in my home, we're all on an equal playing field. We have had to learn to nurture each relationship in our house, whether that is with one another or each of us with the kids. There are things that you learn as you go over time. Right now, the kids still require a lot of us, a lot of our time, a real lot of our money, some attention, but we know eventually they'll move out and probably come around a lot less, and then we'll have more time and attention for each other. And this is what you have to realize, that 
your blended family is on a journey and it's not going to stay the same. It is constantly changing and you can learn that you can change with it. You kind of have to. And I know I'm making this sound easy and we all know that it is not. And by the way, even though I said the decision to put our kids first in the beginning was easy, that doesn't mean that actually doing it was. It was not easy. We put in a lot of work over the years. So if all of what I'm saying makes sense, why isn't it easy? Why is it so hard? And why do so many blended families struggle with this? Well, parenting is already difficult but necessary. We aren't getting rid of our kids, right? But Now we have found a chance at love again. Maybe after a very difficult divorce or a long period of loneliness, you find yourself in a position to be in a relationship. And we so desperately want to enjoy that relationship. But it's different this time because there are these kids. So the relationship might be great, but we can't always enjoy it in the way people do who are childless. We have responsibilities, schedules, financial obligations, And so here comes the stress and the frustration. How do we balance it all and still feel fulfilled? We do get our fulfillment out of parenting, but that looks completely different than our fulfillment from a romantic relationship. Our children can't nurture certain parts of ourselves. And as much as we love our kids, parenting is no easy task. It's nice when we have someone to share our life with, help us parent, and fulfill us emotionally and sexually. And we can feel pressure then from both our kids and our partner because everyone wants our time and attention. And then we want our partner's time and attention, but they might have kids who want that also. And that is when the jealousy starts, the bitterness or resentment that we can't have our partner's time, but the kids do. The kids also get the same jealousies over their step-parents because they want mom or dad's attention too. And this is why it becomes a problem. And childless step-parents struggle even more, not because they're selfish and want their partner all to themselves, but because they don't have kids of their own to keep them occupied when their partner is occupied. And since they don't have children, sometimes they just don't understand the heavy responsibility of parenting and all that it requires. Look, I told you that I wouldn't have an answer for today, but really, I guess my answer is both. Which comes first, kids or relationship? Both at different times. And it's up to you and your partner to determine when those times are. And you do that by communicating openly about what your needs and wants are, by communicating with your children what their needs and wants are, by learning to compromise so that everyone feels their needs and wants are being met, not all of the time, but most of the time, and continuing to communicate about these issues over and over again throughout the years when needed to make sure that everyone feels good about their place in their blended family. Parents need to be considerate to their children so that the kids never feel that the parent is pushing them to the side for the new partner. If a child has an emergency, that comes first no matter what. Step-parents need to be considerate to both bio-parents and stepchild so that their relationship can be nurtured. Bio-parents don't want to feel pressured into spending less time with their child for their partner. Bio-parents need to be considerate to their partner so that the partner understands that their romantic relationship matters. And of course, children should understand the importance of mom or dad 
having their own love life so they can parent better and be fulfilled, which is not something that kids inherently know. They have to be taught that. Many people feel guilty to their kids if they're happy in a partnered relationship. And perhaps that's because there's some leftover issue from the previous divorce, but there are all kinds of reasons. And you need to remember that a happy, fulfilled parent makes a better parent, which in turn makes a happier child. The key here is to create an environment in the home where everyone feels equally loved and important and also an environment where respect and communication are encouraged. Balancing can be tricky in a blended family home, but it's not as hard when you realize that there doesn't need to be set rules around it. You can create the home you want. You just have to work at it a little bit. I really hope today's show helps those of you who seem to struggle with this. It's something I hear about from you so often. And if you found it helpful or if you have something more to share with us, I'd love to hear it. Feedback can be sent to Melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com or you can continue the conversation over in our private Facebook group. The link is in the show notes or just go to blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group. And I want you to know that I am so thankful to have you as a listener. I know you only have a little time and so many choices, so thank you. If you find the show valuable, please take a minute to either leave a review, share with a friend, or even share over social media. I'm really trying to reach as many blended families as I can. I'll be back next Monday with a listener question show. Have a great week, everyone. I love you all lots. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.